How's everyone doing today? I want to welcome you to the JC Santana podcast. My name is Rio Santana. Hope you guys enjoy this episode. Let's go. Got something new for you. What's going on, guys? Rio Santana. I'm coming from the other side of the camera. Uh, we're going to be doing something a little bit different. First of all, happy Monday to everybody. Hope you guys had a great weekend. Um, a lot of you guys have been asking questions, as always. And listen, we're going to go. We're going to finish this year doing a little bit something different, and we want your guys' feedback. Uh, I'm going to be coming in, bringing more of the business side, what IHP's up to, new things, old old things, maybe bringing in some special guests and fighters in and everything. So, uh, yes, I'm going to be a part of the podcast full time. All right. So uh, let's get into it. Let's see, let's see what we got. All right. What do we have here? The questions from the Aníbal, because Aníbal milks it in Spanish and in English all the way through. What can the strength and conditioning coach do that a therapist cannot do? Well, back, I'm going back to 30 years when physical therapy was getting licensed and when they were coming on board where you did not have to get a referral from a doctor, I, was, I looked into physical therapy school. And after I graduated with my bachelor's in 93, so this is, this is going back 30 years, in 93, it, it, was, it was harder to get into physical therapy school than it was to get into medical school. So back in those days, I mean, physical therapists were awesome. Now you need a doctorate degree. It's a doctoral program uh, uh, countrywide. But even Gary Gray said, when it comes to progressions, when it comes to applicability, taking an exercise and matching it to a male, a female, a tall, a short, rehab, sports performance, when it comes to the application of exercises and progression of difficulty, even Gary Gray said back in the 90s, nothing touches a personal trainer. So if you ask me that question, what is the difference? I would say the applicability okay, of an exercise to match the complete spectrum from rehab, I'm talking about a day after an operation, to elite performance. So I can take one exercise, the reaching lunge, and I can tweak it down to what happens to the reaching lunge the day after ACL, the day after ACL um, surgery. And I can take the reaching lunge all the way up to the UFC and train Gilbert on a takedown or fainting a takedown. So it's all reaching lunge. I can take it to an elite tennis player for a low volley. So you, when, when you look at an exercise and the applicability of that exercise, that is the main difference. Also, when it comes to the programming, the periodization, and all of those other things that physical therapists don't do, personal trainers and strength and conditioning coaches are the masters of that. That's the main difference. All right, uh, Aníbal again. When doing a superset, complex or simple exercise first. When we're doing, uh, well, it depends on what you call a superset. In the old days, supersetting was just putting one exercise after the other, sometimes pre-fatiguing it, sometimes fatiguing at the end. That was a superset, multiple exercises back to back to back to back, multiple sets back to back to back, sometimes descending. Now, I, I think when you're looking at complex which is power, a traditional exercise, listen to what I'm saying, traditional exercise, all right, then you have a 45 to uh, second to one minute rest, and then an explosive exercise, 
That tells you first the traditional exercise or the general strength if you want to apply it at the macro level. But usually that means a squat before a jump, a leg press before a jump, period. Um, even when we're doing hybrids, okay, we usually put the exercise first and then the unloading exercise is second, which are your functional exercises. So kind of, kind of, the traditional exercise goes first because we want to get that strength out of that or the hypertrophy out of that exercise and then get the function out of the rest or the speed after uh, the rest of the exercise. All right, Sandino. Okay, what's up, Papa? Beside the... What? Besides the circus. Besides, <laughs> besides the circus, what can we expect sportedly oh my from... Gosh. He's asking about um, I don't know what the Mark, is. Mark Zuckerberg versus Elon Musk. Remember? Oh, oh! Besides the circuit, what can we expect from a sporting perspective from the Mark um, uh, uh, Zuckerberg to Elon Musk? I can answer that one. Yeah, a it, billion it, dollar night. That thing would just because of the names alone, it has nothing to do about MMA, nothing because you know, like you said, it's a circus. That will put so much money into UFC if it happens to the UFC, which I'm pretty sure it will. That it would be. I think Dana White would probably retire after that one. But, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a circus. It shouldn't be done. It should not be done. Those guys make too damn much money for them to even think about it. But, you know. And and I don't know if you noticed this. I saw Mark Zuckerberg roll with the one jiu-jitsu coach that rolled with both of them. If even that jiu-jitsu coach, after rolling with Elon Musk, he said this fight should not happen. Let me tell you, I don't give a shit how long Zuckerberg does jiu-jitsu, he's always going to be a nerd. <laughs> he's always going to be a nerd, a billionaire genius nerd. Elon Musk is a different breed, and I'm not telling you that Elon is a savage or a monster, no, no. But he's built different, and I'm telling you, you can just see from his positioning and the way he moves his body, He ha he's a bigger guy with a lot more power, and I think a lot more savvy, a lot more... A, a bigger mean streak, if you will, you know, just more savagery. Even if it's very little compared to UFC fighters, it's still the savagery or the aggressiveness, the alpha of Elon Musk versus um, Mark is is noted, noted. So I, I don't think I think it's going to be a massacre. So I, I think they would probably do some type of like a like a an agreement. An hey, agreement, we don't creep, yeah. we don't kill each other. Yeah, it's you know, it's just. Again, you're dealing with two of the biggest guys in, in the world. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're going to be kicking full bore or even punching full bore. I don't even and know if, if they know how to kick. And if they, I'm telling you right now, Elon Musk may look like a soccer kick because being from where he's at, soccer maybe or rugby may have been in that background, which is already more aggressive, a lot more agility, a lot more power. Okay. And if you want to know what, what a rugby background, just the whole culture of being tough, having cardio, getting hit, uh, pain tolerance, all that shit, look at uh, Max uh, from, um, uh, from uh, 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 Australia. What's his name? South Africa. Oh, Volk? No. Volkanovsky. Yeah. Okay, Alex, Alex Volkanovsky. The dude used to weigh, he's 5'6", he used to weigh close to 220. He brings that, that mentality to MMA and look at what happens. So if Elon Musk even did rugby in high school, he's bringing it differently. So anyways, that's besides that. All right. So what else? Do we have any uh, questions there? We got two I think... more right there. We got the BOSU ball. Where are we at? Did oh, okay. The unable. Are BOSU balls useful in SAQ drills for sport? 
Hell no. I'm not even so much that... I think half the SAQ drills are a waste of time, to tell you the truth. We use two or three ladder drills. We don't even use hurdles anymore, you know? So all that SAQ, and trust me, I wrote one of the original... I might have co-written and um, edited, co-edited the, the first SAQ book published by Human Kinetics. The editors were uh, Lee Brown, Vance Ferrigno, and myself. And we had some of the top authors like John Graham, uh, Plisk. Uh, I wrote one of the, art, uh, one of the uh, um, chapters. And so I know my SAQs in and outs, and you can ask Rio, my stick figures are incredible because I did 700 stick figures for the exercises in those books. So I know SAQ, Randy Smythe, I know the history of SAQ, the whole bit. And I'm telling you, it was cool and like balance, got overworked, and now it's just... Guys, practice your sport. Practice the... the for example, practice uh, three-point shots. Just so you can get the distance, so you can get the hands, so you can get. Don't don't come out right off the bat and practice jump shots from the thir, uh, three point line. Okay, practice your shots from the where free throw line until that shit is money. Until you have the wrist, the whole bit. Then you get the movements, and then you do your jump shots. In in that sequence, there's nothing in the gym that I can do on a bosu ball on a balance with a drill with a hurdle or with a uh, agility ladder, that's going to improve that. That improve that. The best pattern, guys, that ran patterns, the originals, okay? Uh, Rice, for example. Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice. He, he, he did new shit. There wasn't even an agility ladder back then. And you couldn't get a better guy to run a pattern. And he wasn't even the fastest guy, but he knew positioning. He could sell the joke. I mean, he'd come and it was the change of speed. Not the blazing speed, from, but from real slow to like three quarters, all right, with a little movement, a little eye faint, boom. That's what sold the, that's what sold the pattern, okay? So you don't need all that shit. Yeah, they're getting back to, if you guys want to check out an awesome documentary, it's called Quarterbacks on uh, Netflix. I think it's four parts right now, five parts, based off of three, three quarterbacks, Kirk Cousins, Patrick Mahomes, and uh, shoot, oh, one, other, one other guy, Atlantic Falcons um, guy. And they're going back to wide receivers practicing the first three steps of a drill. I mean, of a, of a route. Because right there you know if you got the guy going in or going out, and then you guys could take it from there. But they're getting, they're, they're getting away from all the Instagram bull, bullshit. I mean, it's, it's getting back to fundamentals. Basics. Practice, Basics. master the fundamentals. Basics. Basics. Stop. It's like I tell people. You know, you know a sign of a... Of a of a person, and we get them with personal training all the time. A sign of a person that doesn't want to do the old shit, they keep looking for new shit. Okay? And it happens across the world. Here's three different, two, at least two different scenarios. Everybody who wants to know the latest of nutrition, it's usually a fat person that doesn't want to do the basic. Look, the basic is eat right, eat little, and done. Anytime somebody looks at life extension, I got a client send me shit on life extension, life extension. I go, stop with the life extension. What about this compound? What about that compound? I said, what about dropping 20 freaking pounds, eating salads, vegetables, some good fruits, and lean meats or protein? How about getting back to that? Get back to that, and I guarantee you, you're going to add 10 years to your life instead of drinking, eating. 
hell you want, having no discipline, okay, and thinking that you're going to get TA-65 that costs $700 a month, do that, and you're going to live to 90. No, no, every time I get somebody asking for new shit, it's a lazy person that doesn't want to do the old shit. Look at my fighters. What are the fighters looking for now? Cold plunging, dry needling, cupping, black at the black at the black at the... Why? Because they're abusing their body. They're abusing their body. Okay, if eight sessions doesn't get it, let's do 13 sessions. And then, of course, they're looking for new recovery. The best way to recover is don't go into overtraining. Do smarter shit, less volume, you're better off. But no, what's the latest recovery so I can train 17 times? And the people doing that are not getting over. They're not doing better. Okay, so everything is like that. Nobody wants to do the old shit. So I told my people, stop learning. Oh, personal trainers. One certification, another certification, another certification, another degree, another certification. Why? Because you're investing in your, in your knowledge. Number one, knowledge doesn't come from certifications. That's education. Education is this. Acquire information, try to apply it, see what falls off. That's education. Evolution, evolution is different. Evolution is the resynthesis, the coming up with, the creation of solutions to modern problems with the basics. The basics. And when you start producing, this is education. And this is evolution. All right? Listen to me. Come up. Synthesize solutions to new problems with the old basic information so i tell my fighters stop learning how to jab you've lo- you've been jabbing the same friggin' way for 10 years stop <laughs> stop no more right hand and it's you look at the shadow boxing it's the same shit are you moving laterally no okay if you are moving laterally are you attacking from those angles no so why don't we evolve into throwing that old jab from an angle where they can't defend it Once you start doing that, you become deadly. So that's knowledge. That's wisdom. Okay? Evolution is knowledge and wisdom. The rest is education. Stop educating yourself. Start start evolving. Okay, why are most coaches obsessed with testing everything? For the same reason. Okay? Why would you have to test weight and skin fold on a weight loss client? Because you want to show them what they've lost. Guess what? By the time you weigh them in, by the time you, you, you take a lady, okay, after she's given birth, and she's got the baby, the baby's eight, nine months, she goes, okay, it's mommy time, I got to get my body back, I, I want to dedicate time to me, I've done enough caring for him or her and the husband and everything, it's me time, okay. She's got a red dress in the corner of her closet that she wants to get into, okay, now you come in, master of the obvious, you do your skin fold, you do your bioelectrical impedance, your, what do we call that shit over there? In body. In body, the whole bit. And you give them the numbers and you give them the weight. And the lady starts looking better, feeling better, but maybe she's not losing weight. And then the, the trainer says what? Muscle weighs more than fat. <clears throat> I hate that shit. Okay? Every time she takes a shower or every time she's in front of the mirror and she feels leaner and she sees a rib or she sees a muscle and she sees a little shadow, she goes, ooh, you know how it is. You're drying yourself after a shower, and if you're dropping weight, that shit ain't drying. It turns into a what? Bodybuilding contest. You're, you're, it's, showcasing. it's posing time, <laughs> right? You know, guys know it. 
So what happens? Every time she feels thin, she goes and gets a red dress. Whoop! Oh, I zipped it up, but it looks like shit. But I couldn't zip it up two months ago or a month ago. By the time the guy does the in-body, the weight, the skin fold, and gives this lady the news, she goes, hey, man, master of the obvious, listen up. I already went to a, a wedding, and guess what I wore for the reception? That, that red dress. At the end of the day, it's the red dress she wants. She doesn't give a shit about the skin fold, the in-body, and the number. So, But that's coaches. Coaches want to quantify shit because they're not intelligent enough to sell the shit, all right, and be in the shit and put the value where it belongs, which is in the end activity. So they got to measure to justify their own stuff. I don't have to justify shit. If my people are winning, and even if they're not winning, they're performing. You know what? I lost, coach, but I lost to, I lost to a good guy, man. Or I lost to a mistake. Fine. That's sports. If you haven't been knocked out, you haven't been competing. Period. Everybody from St. Pierre, from Silva, for the best, the best have all been knocked out. That's how you learn not to ever do that shit again. Okay? So I don't want to hear about failure. I don't want to hear about failure. What I want to hear is, are you getting better? Are you getting better? Are you getting where you want to be? Is this, is this exercise, and when I say exercise, I mean the experience. Is this experience worth your time? And if the answer is yes, you've done your job. That's your job. That's what strength and conditioning is. Okay? Better quality of life. Better practice so they can be better at whatever it is that they're doing. Yep. All right. All right. That's, here, I got, we got that. Right uh, <laughs> Reyes says, nice katanas. Nice nice swords in the background. Oh, custom made right there. All right. Uh, we got another one here. JC, I remember seeing some of your old videos training wrestlers back in the day. What would you say is different from then till today? The wrestlers I trained on site. That's the biggest difference. I'm not on site anymore at any school. So when you're on site, there's no weights, there's no medicine balls, there's no bands, there's no nothing. So it's body on body. So it's body weight deadlifts, body weight cleans, body weight curls, body weight carries. It is body weight push-ups, push-ups on top of people, okay, on their shoulders, on their heads, on their core. Uh, it's rowing using hands, okay, instead of ropes, instead of bars. So it's uh, using a body as a bench so you can do a crunch, so you can do an extension, so you can do a reverse hyper. So you got to get funky, but let me tell you, you create absolute animals. Because imagine if for 30 minutes, while I'm doing an exercise, he's supporting it. While he's doing it, I'm supporting. There's no time to rest. There's muscle rest, but there's no core rest. Because what if I have to plant on all fours so he can put in hooks and so he can do a, a crunch? What, what if that happens? You think I'm, I'm able to rest? I'm not resting. I'm not moving, but I'm not resting. So uh, that's, the big, that's the main difference now. We've gotten to a point where all our coaches are here and people are coming to us. That's the big difference. Yep. All right, we got another one. When do you think, it would sort of go into the BOSU ball one, when do you think it would be appropriate to use a BOSU ball, period? I use them for things like single arm dumbbell bench press or BOSU push-up to train muscle stability and balance. Um, we used to have like four <clears throat> BOSU balls, by the way, by the way. Uh... I know, I know Weckl, uh, 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 Dave Weck, I know him. He was in San Diego with a stability, half of a stability ball, okay, on a plywood round disc stapled underneath and cocked, okay? 
and uh, Mr. Kettlebell, uh, what, what's his name? Um, he does the pistols with 80, 80 pound uh, kettlebells. Anyways, the name will come to me. But anyways, he and I, because I had already come with stability ball video. So Weck came, um, Weck came and said, hey man, what would you do with this? And I did all of my stability ball video and he explained BOSU both sides up. Okay, that's what the BOSU stands for. Both sides up. You can do this with both sides up. From the ball, you have the stability ball, a little bit un, un, unstable, but safe. And then you turn around with a flat on top, and then you have a Dyna disc type of shit. And so we went, we went ape shit. We went ape shit with, um, uh, with the exercises. He took videos at that time, pictures at that time. So, you know, Dave Weck and, and I are, are, are good guys, and he's kind of crazy dude, man. I love him. I love his personality. I love the way he sees things. And um, we had four or five BOSU balls, and we don't have any now because we don't do any of that instability. I use stability balls to get to as benches or as leaning posts. So I, get, I use stability balls to get body in positions that they can't get to in real life. So I, I use them to lean on lateral wall slides. I use them as a bench on crunches. I use them as a bench um, uh, on um, uh, bridges. On hip lifts, I mean, I can use a bench for a hip lift. I can use a bench for for a bridge. Um, I need a stability ball for a leg curl. So if I need something rolling, I use a ball. But it's very, you know, I have I don't even know three hundred some odd exercises on my stability ball uh, videos. I use maybe four or five of them now. So that's it. I don't I use I don't use any any bosu balls for other than I don't have them. I don't use them. <laughs> <laughs> you thinking about writing another book? Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm. I have some books. Okay. Uh, one. One is on coaching. Okay. Well, that's my. That's uh, an evil, obviously. Ask this question. Yeah. Uh, if would you write another book, and what would be the topic? It would be something with the word coaching in it. You know, relax the face, coaching, uh, coaching for a new millennium or some shit like that. You know, uh, something that we do. So relax your face, um, coaching, uh, resetting the barometer of the human will or some crazy like that. Coaching. So that one would be it, and then I'm going to write one before I die, which is about, it's going to be, it's going to be called, I already started the book, called Man Up. It's uh, Man Up, a reference guide for women, a user's manual for men. A user's manual for men and a reference guide for women. Man Up. What it is to be a man. What it is to be a man. And it's not about, you know, macho and, and putting people down and not, no, no, no. No, it's equal opportunity and, and everybody goes, where have the men gone? Well, they followed the women. They followed the women. Where are the ladies? Where are the ladies, the classy ladies today? When you're twerking, sorry, you're not going to get a real man. You're going to get a dog. Why? Because you're acting like a whore. Simple. Simple. Be careful the attention you get. If you act like a whore so you can get attention, you're going to get the hoary attention. You think you're going to get a man that's going to be there? You know, it's like I, I tell my, my daughters. I said, you'll get a man that gets you pregnant, but you ain't going to get no father for your kid. Done. Done. When you follow what it is to be a lady, uh, all of a sudden, a lot of things fall by the, by the wayside. They fall by the wayside because you're living... A world of principles. That doesn't mean you can't become a doctor. That doesn't mean you can't become an, uh, uh, the president. Doesn't mean you can't become shit. Okay, you can do it, but through principle and moral-based behavior, 
when you lose that compass, trust me, it ain't going to be pretty. So don't be bitching and complaining when you're selling your ass on social media and you can't find a dude. A real man ain't going to go for that shit. Ain't going to go for that. Trust me. My, my wife couldn't do that. She could do it, but that just not with me. Because that, that's not the woman I want representing me. Somebody twerking with their ass out, with, with miniskirts so high that you can see their thong. No, bro. No, you want to act like that, young lady? Then don't expect a real man to, to attach himself to you. Because no real man will allow a woman to represent him like that. Just like, how would you like if your man did some crazy ass shit? Okay, walking around in strip clubs. Okay, with strippers on his thigh. He said, no baby, I'm honest with you. I'm loyal to you. Well, maybe he is. But how would you like him to be posting all that shit and to live that kind of life? You wouldn't. Because it's a decrepit life. So, he's, that dude ain't going to attract no real woman that's going to raise his kids, okay, have a career, all for it. So don't think I'm this macho guy that thinks women should be barefoot and pregnant at home. No, 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 no. Do what you want to do and reach your potential the way you want to reach it. But don't be acting decrepit. Don't be acting immoral and then expect a moral outcome because it's not going to happen. And my book will include that. Cool. We got Daniel fighting this weekend. We got Daniel fighting this weekend, and we have a new sponsor. That company. <laughs> All right? You guys saw me with the blue cap getting my brain right, getting my sleeping. I hadn't slept in 30 years. I tried CBD. I tried uh, THC. I tried everything. Valium, uh, Trazodone, everything, Xanax, everything everything and no good i went to fhe they did their brain thing on me they identified a couple of areas a couple of frequencies i wasn't using uh waves i wasn't using fed me those waves and man i feel friggin awesome now it does help to evolve in your life and and see things life better and because you see things better things are better to see this young man here take over ihp and that's why i said from now on he gave me this idea about doing the podcast with me. I said, you're going to be the face of IHP in 10 years. Because I want to be in the Keys, man. I want to be somewhere else. I, you know, I'll come in here for the fighters, but I want to be able to take three days off, four days off, and go to Naples with a kayak. You know, And my girl, and if she wants to go on the kayak, great. And if she doesn't want to go on the kayak, she can stay at the hotel or in the pool. And I want to go on my kayak and fish and see fish and, and see turtles and shit. That's what I love to do. I want to get on my bike and not have to go to work. I've been working for freaking 50 years okay so we decided to do the podcast together because he's going to start bringing something that's very important which is the personal training everybody wants to talk about training look at all the questions we got all the questions we got were training 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 questions nobody's asking about the personal training nobody's asking about the coaching and that's where the personal training is can you ingrain the experience in the head of the individual so his culture changes and that's simply put is inspire and motivate mm -hmm. that's it inspire and motivate we it's like simple words but that's what it is you're taking this experience and you're showing them how similar the process that goes in here the struggle the challenge the slow getting to where you want to go delayed gratification all of that all of that how that applies to your life how that applies to your relationship, how that applies to your job, how that applies to re, uh, raising your children. And before you know it, you know what's happening? They're bringing their children. 
So Rio's going to be touching on a lot of that. We got the new deal with FHE, Florida House Experience. Now they are the official, the official combat sponsor of all combat training here at IHP. We want to thank Sharif. Uh, we want to thank Rami and the rest of the FHE staff for believing in us. Uh, and uh, it's going to be an exciting, exciting time. I can't wait to work with uh, uh, Nick Dogris on measuring head trauma in our athletes and then repairing that head trauma. Some great shit is coming. I'm telling you, this year and next year are going to be the best years of IHP. Hands down. Easily. Yep. Easily. It's already been the best six months. Yeah, and, yeah. And we got the youngest, non-experienced team we've ever had, and they're crushing it. Killing and, it. And that's what I'm going to bring a lot to the to the podcast as well, too, is, you know, I sort of took over as manager when I was 24, 25. Didn't know what the hell I was doing. And uh, I was focusing on you know, pretty much becoming friends with a lot of the staff, majority, all, all the staff, all the staff from age 25 to now, I still keep in contact with. Um, and that was the wrong way to go about it. You know, I got to, I had to understand that they're not coming to me to be my friend. They're actually leaning on me. They're trying to learn from me. And, and I had to become more of a leader. Uh, Gandhi's helped out tremendously. He's in the top 1% of, I think, what personal is personal trainers oh no no he's 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 no he's off the charts you know because if you're looking at the average income for personal trainers roughly i don't even know what it is now with the updated but it's in the forty thousand range forty some odd thousand days middle okay and the higher echelon is like ninety thousand but you find those guys in new york where they're charging two hundred dollars an hour and that kind of stuff okay let me tell you gandhi's blowing that 90 out of the water six by a lot by a lot, he's already well into six figures. Yep. Okay, but so it's 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 learning how to coach these guys and the stuff that no one wants to do. You have to do. So like for example, I'm big with these guys, and now it's forcing role play. Hear yourself talk. Hear yourself in a certain scenario. And yes, you have to understand that when I role play with, say, for example, Bo or Gabe, they're looking at me, and it's awkward because you're like you know you're acting. But it helps you out so much. Little stuff like that. Role playing. Making sure your social media looks good. Yes, the business cards are important to have. But your phone, that's your mobile business card. You could have thousands of people, millions of people, eyes on you at any time. You have to make sure you present it correctly. You got to know your stuff. You got to know your product. But most importantly, you got to know the people. You got to know the people that are coming to you. How can you talk to a CEO? How can you talk to a mom or dad? How can you talk to a kid? How can you talk to a fighter? Anybody, anytime, anywhere. You should be able to represent these three letters or the, or the business that, that, that you're a part of in anywhere. We always have a joke. You know, I'm in public produce aisle. Somebody asks you, hey, what is a, what, what's IHP stand for? You're on the clock right Ding! there. Ding! Round one. You got, you got 15 seconds to them to go, huh, where's it located? Or are you available? This and that. Right there, that's the, that's the bread and butter. That's what I love to do. That's what I love is get these guys get ready for battle. Is when they come in here and I see them giving a tour, how their first tour goes, how their fifth tour goes, how their tenth, and how by the fifteenth they don't even need me anymore. They're like, no, Rio, I got it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about coming in at seven, eight. Got it. And it's so cool to see these guys evolve. Again, we got the youngest team we've ever had. I'm the, besides, I'm not including him. And Adam. I'm the oldest cat on the staff at 32. Then it's Gandhi. Well, we have Adam. 
Okay, so that's what I'm saying. Adam doesn't count because he's a fixture. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's a piece of equipment. So take him out and just put Adam, that's Adam, then me. I'm 32 years old. But I can tell you one thing that I'm a master at here is making sure I can speak the IHP lingo with anybody. You bring anybody in here, I got them. Give me that plastic because they're, they're buying something today. And it's not so much of a selling point. It's not like I'm trying to sell something that I don't believe in. I'm just telling people what this could do for them. And if it's a fit for them, which it becomes about 80%, 90% of the time, it's awesome. And if it's not, I try to at least point them in the right direction. So that's what I'm going to try to bring to this. Sorry I got carried away with that. But I, I, no, love, it's good. Doing, I love doing this stuff. Uh, any questions that you guys have for the programming, the educational-wise, he'd be more than happy to, to answer. But when it comes to how to manage a team, the business side, what they don't really teach you in other gyms. I just had an interview. Or certifications. Or, or certifications. Just had a kid come from another facility, great facility, have their own thing going. But I said, all right, cool, you know, have they taught you any customer service? He goes, no. What's they, that? They tell me when to come in and I clock in. He goes, lucky for him, he worked at Foot Locker for four years. I said, you're going to do great. Don't worry about it. Because what do you have to do? You have to manage a whole floor of people. 15 people, mom, a dad, look for this, this, and without creating any type of chaos. So I loved it. I was like, great, cool. What kind of certifications do you have? I don't have any. Beautiful, even freaking better. Customer service, and you haven't been taught dumb crap? Let's rock and roll. We got that for you. We got that. So again, guys, we just want to take time out every single Monday as best as possible. Um, I know we do have some other questions. I did see a need. And we got to get going because we're late for the Spanish. When is Rio going to learn Spanish? Hopefully soon. Hopefully. Okay. Yeah. Phone. okay. See, I understood that. I'm getting somewhere. Um, you're going to perform better. Soon, right? I'm going to perform better Thursday. I present Friday night, uh, Friday morning in Chicago at 9.15. I have my workshop for Metabolics, so they're going to get their asses whooped yes, for an hour. And then I, at 4.15, I have the uh, Metabolic Lecture, and I'm the last one to bring in on Friday. And then we have the social where everybody meets everybody, and that's going to be awesome. Uh, and then we have uh, Saturday. Daniel. Then we have Daniel. So I got to get out of the social early because the uh, card starts early. Yeah, we got Daniel Saturday. We got Thad Gene PFL ESPN uh, uh, August fourth. Happy birthday, brother! By the way. Then we got Demon and Jackie on ESPN August twelfth. Then we got the big guy RoboCop August nineteenth. So August and late July. It's going to be a lot of heartbeats going on over here. And so, we have Larry and Alex at the Jiu-Jitsu Worlds. Yes. So we've got like five people going six, to six, six, seven. Seven going to war on uh, in August. So it's busy. And again, thank you, FHE, because FHE is banging big time. We're going to change the MMA world. Cool, guys. See you next Monday. Here comes Spanish. Peace. Another great episode in the books. Want to appreciate you guys stopping in this week. If there's any topics, any questions you guys want answered, just reach out. Rio at IHPFit.com and I'll make sure JC gets on them. 